We now present Dr. Bob Jones, Sr., internationally known evangelist and founder of Bob Jones University, who during his earthly ministry was one of God's great warriors for the faith. Deliver me, O my God, out of the hand of the wicked, out of the hand of the unrighteous and cruel man. For thou art my hope, O Lord God, thou art my trust from my youth. Now that's the fourth and fifth verses of the 71st Psalm. I want to talk to you about two things here this morning. First, I want to talk to you about old age, and I want to talk to you about youth. Now, the psalmist said, I trusted you from my youth. I'm still looking to you. Now, as the psalmist grew old, it seemed that he was falling into the hands of wicked men, unrighteous men, cruel men. Now, he did not ask to be delivered. Notice now. He did not pray to be delivered from righteous people. He did not pray to be delivered from people that uh, were reasonable and good and even moral, unrighteous and wicked men. Not only wicked, but cruel. Do you know there's always been a tendency in the hearts of unrighteous people to be cruel to old people? That's always been so. One of the curses of our age today is a tendency to look with contempt on gray heads and wrinkled faces and stooped shoulders. One of the curses of our day, one of the great perils we're facing today, is the exaltation of a youth to a place that youth should not try to hold. Wisdom does not belong to you. Now, I can talk. I've been out a long time. As a boy, I started. I can look back now to my ministry as a boy, when I was just a boy. And even up till I was 30 years old, I can see things that I did then and said and thought. Though God was blessing him and giving many, many hundreds of souls and sometimes thousands of them. And some of the greatest campaigns I've ever seen in my life I had before I was 30 years of age. From the time I was 21 till I was 30, I doubt if there's been ever been any better meetings in the, in the United States than the Lord gave me. But I look back to those days. Now I can see I knew the gospel. I knew how to preach the gospel. I knew how to do a good work. I knew how to get people saved. That was all right. That part of it was all right. But in heading up movements, I can see so many mistakes I made. Things that I did, positions I took that were not constructive. As I look back over the years, I remember them now. But I thought I knew all about it at that time. But there was one thing that in my youth I always did. I deferred to old age. I think I told you about that time that I was about to make a mistake. If I'd have made it, my ministry would not have been carried on in this school. wouldn't be in existence. And I remember when that thing happened, I went around asking an old friend of mine who had experience. And this old preacher said, Well, if it's the best thing a fool could do, if you want to go ahead, we'll go ahead. And it cut me to the quick. But I remember he was an old man and I was a young man. And I didn't do it. And I went ahead through the years, and I look back now, how thankful I am to God that he put a courageous old man on my pathway. And when that old man was dying, I went around to see him. He looked up at me and said, Bob, kiss me goodbye. I leaned down and kissed him before he died. Years later. You know, when you stop to think about it, there's a tendency today to discard maturity and experience in years. We say, this is a young man's day. It's an old man's day. You take the age out of life and you won't have any wisdom left. 
You go today to England and you've got uh, those old men over there. Maturity. There's some things you can't learn when you're young. There's some things you can do when you're young. You can execute maybe better. You may have more energy and uh, you might in a way have a vision that some people don't have. But the general rule is when you begin to throw away old age and maturity and advice, you get in trouble. You know, I had a friend that uh, took a certain school in the history of America. I'm not going to tell you it is. If you guess, I can't help who you guess, but you'll probably be guessing wrong. Years ago, this man took that school over. It was nothing. He built it. He built it from nothing into a great institution. So another state is not in this immediate territory anyway. He had a great, marvelous vision. And one day that man got old. And when I knew him, I was comparatively young when he was old. I knew him as one of the wisest men I've ever known in my life. But a subtle campaign of persecution was put on that man. And put on by younger people that wanted the job. And that man was so persecuted and so uprooted that he resigned. And walked out from the persecution. He didn't live many years. He died. But I never hear the name of that school that I don't think how much more wonderful that school would have been if that old man had just sat in a chair there and told him what to do. He had more judgment than all of them combined and more vision and did up till the last moment of his life a great man. But they persecuted him out of a position. And he was a good man, a reasonable man. He is willing to step down. He is willing to step down. But he wanted certain ideas in that institution preserved. Now, the devil's destructive. You notice how he works here. David said, now, I was a young man. I, for my youth now, you've been good to me. Now, I'm old. But he said, now, deliver me from unrighteous men. Now, wait a minute. Unrighteousness is destructive. Most of the schools in America were founded and built by Christian people and supported with Christian money. And little by little influences would come in and destroy them. See? Destructive, unrighteous people. You know, you don't have to worry about uh, righteous people. I've never had any trouble in Bob Jones University with a spiritually minded soul winning young man. You can never find a case where a young fellow is out after soul before he's a good student in Bob Jones University. Loyal, cooperative. And all the trouble we've ever had in the history of this school with students or any employee was trouble with folks that had no passion for souls, no love for the lost as far as any manifestation was concerned. Sometimes we didn't know it at the time, but I've always found it. Listen, the same thing's held in my evangelistic work. In the evangelistic campaigns I've conducted over this country through the years, we never had any trouble in a town, anywhere we ever went, with a spiritually minded, soul-winning preacher. The trouble was with some fellow that wanted to run things, wanted to run his way, and didn't have a spiritual vision. Spiritually minded, evangelical Christians, somehow or other, can work together. We never have any trouble in Bob Jones University to speak of. Never have had. On the inside of this organization, we've had the most wonderful situation through the years. And I attribute it to the evangelistic emphasis we've always kept on this school, to the soul-winning people. You can take our alumni out in the world. Now, you just find them anywhere in this country. Take the alumni out in the world. Wherever you find them, 
If they were soul winners in school, they were out in the world now, winning souls to Christ, love the Lord. One fellow here that sent the school $50 and said I'd been wanting to send some money back there and just express my love for the institution that made me what I am. I owe everything to them. They're all over the world. It's when they get off of this spiritual pitch that you have trouble with. Now David was a man, made mistakes, but from his youth, as a little boy, you might say, he loved God and was true to God and wrote the 23rd Psalm and man had to have God to write that. And I said, now Lord, I'm getting old, you know. Here I am now. And uh, deliver me among righteous and cruel people. Cruel people. Cruel people. Do you know, I've known young people to be cruel to the old people. I've known young people to be cruel to parents. Cruel to their uncles and aunts and feeble and grandparents. Cruel people. Neglect them. You can neglect them and be cruel. You can be cruel by your neglect. A little kind word, a little pat on the hand, some lonely old person left. Some people are awful cruel. You can't realize how cruel some folks are. Their attitude towards things. And towards old age. Now let me tell you something. One of the signs of deterioration in civilization is a lack of respect for gray head and wrinkled faces and dim eyes and the wisdom of the past. There's a school of men going out of America that made this country in those days. They made it. You know, when those fellows die, when they step off the stage, where are they coming? And those rugged men that went through the greatest period of history of this nation. You folks who are 65 or 70 have lived in the greatest days in the history of this country. These are trying days we're facing now. They're dangerous days. They're awful days. And you need maturity. The wisdom that comes from mature experience in facing the problems and dealing with them. And you young people listen to me. I'd be ashamed of myself if you if I didn't respect my old grandmother and treat her with a consideration my grandfather, the consideration they deserve. Oh, I know, and I want to stop here to say it. Sometimes old people get mighty selfish, you know. And the old folks who listen to me ought to remember that. You ought to remember that. You ought not to be selfish, and you ought to understand. You ought to understand your limitations of what you can do and what you can't do. And you don't want to be a burden. You don't want to sit around complaining attitude. Make yourself sweet and attractive. Maybe you are partly to blame. But I'm talking now to you younger people. I thank God that my wife's mother lived in our home. And I thank God that I treated her like she ought to be treated. And when I stood in her coffin, she died before we came over here. And I said to myself, I haven't anything to regret. I thank God when my father died, I felt that way. I thank God that when my mother was dying, she looked into my face and said, Son, you've never given me any trouble. I can think of nothing more cruel than the cruelty to old people. Lack of kindness. Old people. We honor them. We respect them. And if you don't respect old age, there's something wrong with you. And God give us grace. Now David said, I've tried to serve you from my youth. I was young one time. I'm old now. And as this thing heaps up upon me, Lord God, deliver me from unrighteous people. Unrighteous people. Wicked people. Cruel people. That's what he said. And it's in the Bible. And it sounds like current literature, doesn't it? Now you get down that 71st Psalm and read it. And remember what it says. Our Father, we've tried to bring this little practical message today the best we knew how. 
Help the folks who are listening in to profit by it and help us Christians to know what we're doing, to be faithful to our trust. For Jesus' sake, amen. You have just heard Dr. Bob Jones, Sr., internationally known evangelist and founder of Bob Jones University, who during his earthly ministry was one of God's great warriors for the faith. This program is sponsored by Bob Jones University.